Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello and welcome to Anchor Daily. This is Matthew Hassler and today we are looking at Acts 11, 19-26. First, let's put some context around the passage. Chapter 11 of Acts is all about the expanding mission to the people group called the Gentiles. The disciples had been told by Jesus that they are to reach Jerusalem and Judea, Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. Despite this clear calling from Jesus, the disciples are hesitant to reach out to anyone beyond just Jerusalem and Judea. The disciples may be hesitant, but the Holy Spirit continues to make it happen. In Acts 8, the Samaritans are reached and the outpouring of the Spirit confirms this. In Acts 10, Peter sees Gentiles baptized in the Spirit. In the Jerusalem church, which was essentially where all the leaders were, accepted this as proof that the Gentiles needed to be added to the family of God, albeit with some reservations. In our passage today, we are introduced to a different church, the church at Antioch. We read that persecution in Jerusalem forced the church to continue to spread out. The gospel went forward with it but only reaching the Jews at first. Then we read in verse 20 that some who came to Antioch accepted the mission of Jesus to take the gospel to all people. They preached to the Gentiles, and it says, the Lord's hand was with them, signifying this is the work God chooses to bless. And it adds, and a large number who believed turned toward the Lord. All of this sounds incredible, but it also creates a tension. What will the mother church in Jerusalem say about this new work? Well, the news of this gets to Jerusalem, and they are already wrestling with this tension of, how do we include the Gentiles into the church? They're so different. What will that look like? How do we reach these people who may not have the same foundation and understanding of the scripture that we do? They're wrestling with that, and then they hear what is happening in Antioch. Naturally, they want to investigate. But rather than send an apostle, like they did to Samaria, they decide to send a man named Barnabas. Why Barnabas? Well, as a person from Cyprus, he probably is fluent in Greek. That helps. He is also someone who can probably understand a bit about both cultures. But more than that, he is chosen because of the type of person he is. Let's read verses 22 through 24. It says, News about them reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to travel as far as Antioch. When he arrived and saw the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged all of them to remain true to the Lord with devoted hearts, for he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and large numbers of people were added to the Lord. Let's notice a few things about Barnabas. First, he is able to see the grace of God. This tells us that Barnabas will not be held back by various prejudices that he and other early church leaders may have had. He sees God moving in the hearts of people. And the text adds, he was glad. He rejoices wherever he sees people being reached for Jesus. Next it adds, he encouraged all of them to remain true to the Lord. Barnabas' name actually means son of encouragement. I have little doubt that he was a nice guy, but this is more than that. He encourages them in their faith. His words and his presence strengthen the believers. Next we read, he was a good man. How cool is that? Imagine having that describe you in the Bible. That someone could read the word of God and it would say, that was a good person. 
This means Barnabas was a guy of high integrity. He doesn't just believe in the gospel, but lives it out in a way that's apparent to those around him. Then it says, he was full of the Holy Spirit. How do you suppose they knew that? They probably saw the way his ministry was blessed, sure. But also, they knew by the fruit of the Spirit that was evident in his life. The love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that is supposed to be evident in all of our lives. Finally, it adds, he was full of faith. Barnabas is the real deal. His devotion and his trust in Jesus is evident. He is full of faith. These qualities make Barnabas the perfect man for the job. He's able to see what the Lord is doing, be open to it, and encourage it. Everyone trusts his high character and how he's clearly spirit-led. This makes him the perfect bridge builder between Jerusalem and Antioch. Friends, we need more people like Barnabas in our churches today. We need people who are able to see what the Lord is doing with an open heart. We need Christians who are simply good men and women who have high character. We need Christians who are filled with the Holy Spirit. And that this would be evident not by power, but by the fruit of the Spirit. And we need Christians who are just all about the gospel, celebrating anywhere they see someone coming to Jesus and encouraging them in their walk of faith. When we live that way, we can become bridge builders too. It allows us to be open to seeing what God is doing, to connect with others, and unite the church. And don't we need more people like that today? In today's culture that's often hostile, bent towards burning bridges instead of building them, that is self-promoting, we have a chance to stand out. Let's live like Barnabas and see what God does with that. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for filling your church with people like Barnabas. Thank you for the description of him given here so we can have that example to follow. As we look at the culture around us, we recognize it is often hostile and divisive. We confess to you that all too often, we have lived in line with that culture rather than in line with your word. Forgive us for that and transform us by the power of your spirit to live differently. Do a work in our hearts that produces the fruit of the spirit, that causes us to celebrate anywhere your gospel is moving and makes bridge builders that stand out in the world around us. These things we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.